Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. Now, if you're listening via Spotify, hit that bell so you don't miss the app every morning. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, May 9. Today, what in the weird? Why is Buddy being booed and a Gold Coast player caught eating grass? The NRL bites back after the CEO of the Warriors' major sponsor accuses the refs of cheating. And bad blood, a Wanderers player frog-marched out of Sydney FC's dressing rooms. But first... (laughs) Booing has reached weird levels in the AFL this season. They're saying boo earns, boo earns. First it was Jason Horn francis the former number one draft pick who wanted out of North Melbourne and refused to take an ice bath before leaving after one season to sign with Port Adelaide in his home state. Now you can understand why Kangaroos fans would boo their former player, but they haven't even played yet. Their chance comes this weekend in Hobart. What made it strange was sections of fans from every other opposition team coming up against the power jeering the 19-year-old. Now, Lance Franklin has become a target of Collingwood fans for no apparent reason. Buddy hasn't whacked anyone, doesn't wind up opposition fans, and is one of the greatest of all time as one of only six players to boot 1,000 goals. The AFL, Magpies and Swans have all united in condemning the behaviour. Sydney referenced Adam Goods, who was virtually booed out of the game, saying it seems some people haven't learned from the past. Former Pie star Dale Thomas hopes it's not motivated for similar reasons. There's no reason f- to think that it is racism in just the purest sense, but when you go back to the history of it yeah, and the Adam Good the stuff, mm-hmm. there is some sort of correlation you can draw. So if you don't boo at all, that's completely fine. There's no question raised whatsoever. Mm. But when we see champions of other clubs who are a fair skin, white mm. people go out there and not get booed. Yep. And then when you go back to history, Adam Goods, uh, yeah. First Nations person, as yeah. his buddy Franklin start to get booed. Yeah. Their comparisons can be drawn. So therefore, if you are a Collingwood fan, I should say, don't boo. It's simple. My real fear with this, though, when looking back at the Adam Good saga, is generally people acting in a pack mentality find safety and ignorance in numbers. And any attempt to tell a pack what to do only emboldens them to take it up a notch. Let's hope not, because Buddy, like Adam Goods, doesn't deserve to end his career with this as his last memory. The weirdest act on a football field of any kind happened on the Gold Coast over the weekend. Suns midfielder Matt Rowell, a former number one draft pick, has a very strange pre-match routine that's only been picked up on now and exposed by Fox Footy's bounce. If you can explain to me here, please, Andrew Gage, yes. what he's doing at Marvel well, Stadium is, pre-game. How's the knee work? So he's getting accustomed to the grass, right? Mm. Oh, he's what? What it is? No. I know no. what it is. Matty, that's... No, no, no. That's about... He's eating connecting. it, Chief. You connect with your environment, Chief, and then it all comes back. It's like this big circle. That's what it is. Raoul is a well-known footy nerd. During his debut season in 2020, the midfielder spent time with the coaching group as he was sidelined by a shoulder injury. He could be seen pre-match, polo tucked into his chinos, with a notebook and a pen busy scribbling away. But the grass thing is a whole new kind of strange. I have so many questions. First off, why? Is it only before home games? Is there a health benefit we don't know about? Does he eat grass at home? Does he not need a lawnmower now? Or has he taken inspiration from another grass eater in Novak Djokovic, who takes a bite out of centre court at Wimbledon? Since I always dreamed of winning Wimbledon, I I wanted to make it special when I get to that moment. And um, it was never if, it was always when, because I visualised it so strong, I knew it was going to 
it's gonna be the dream is gonna be realized. So I, I thought, well, I might do something special. I didn't. Well, it's Wimbledon. You can't just like jump, scream, no. roll around or whatever. So I thought, well, I might as well just have have a little bit of the grass. So yeah. it became a little bit of a, a tradition, and uh, yeah. Every passionate fan is entitled to feel the umpires or referees aren't on their side when they lose a game, maybe even feel there's a level of bias. But the CEO of the New Zealand Warriors major sponsor took it to another level during Magic Round. Jason Paris, CEO of Telco One New Zealand, went on a sensational rant during the Warriors' 18-6 loss to the Panthers. He accused referee Todd Smith and bunker review official Chris Butler of cheating of the highest order. His words, there was a missed high tackle on captain Tohu Harris and two Warriors players sent to the bin. It's lewd, lascivious, salacious, outrageous. He backtracked on Monday morning, kind of, saying that he doesn't think NRL referees are cheating but suggested there was unconscious bias against his club and he didn't apologise for his original accusations. NRL head of football, Graeme Annesley, briefs the media weekly about contentious decisions and he launched his own passionate defence of the refs. Absolutely am I going to stand up for the referees in this particular case and there are many times where I'm the first to put my hand up and say the referees have made errors. But when they're, when they're attacked unnecessarily without cause, their decision making can be questioned but their integrity cannot be attacked and we won't allow it to be attacked. The A-League season is still going. It ended years ago. Nope, it's dragged on well into the AFL and NRL seasons. And to be honest, you'd have to be a diehard fan to still be paying attention. But now it's finals time, so maybe it'll pick up traction. Especially if there's added spice, like a player being frog-marched out of an opposition dressing room. Former Sydney FC turned Wanderers star Milos Ninkovic went into the Sky Blues rooms after his side had lost 2-1. He was there to congratulate his former teammates, which I do find a little strange given you can shake hands on the field after the game. Vision of the encounter shows Ninkovic was warmly welcomed by all the players, but not by the time he got to Sydney FC coach Steve Corica who explained why Milos was escorted out like he'd been told to leave a nightclub. Yeah, he'd just come to wish the players all the best, have a good season. That's what he come in for. He's just upset, obviously, losing the game. You know, we, we have issues with him, with him, obviously, but that's all. That's between me and him. Western Sydney coach Mark Rudin had a little more detail to the bad blood between his player and former club. I think it all started in the game where well, I think their coach said something not very nice in the sideline to Milos. I think that's where he started. My understanding from the guys that do full access, you know, approached and approached me and just said that Milos went in there to congratulate his old teammates. Their coach didn't appreciate him being in there. Something occurred between those two which wasn't pleasant. It's was quite fiery. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport for today. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.